listening to another. Good to see you, Mighty Mike. It's been a minute. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. All in 2022. When was the last time we connected? Was it December? Yeah, I think we did episode 13. Episode 13. Episode right. 13. Okay. Uh, the ha- looking at the stars. Looking at the stars. Really appreciated our episode on astrology. And that was in December, right? Yes. So, so January, February, March. So we're talking 90 days, more or less. More or less. We're, we're approaching. We went through. We went through a square. That's right. We went through a square. Uh, yeah, that first season. You know, you got to take a break in between seasons. You know. Recharge, rejuvenate. So, so okay, that's the best way to do it. So you know how you the, when they change from seasons, you know sometimes like you go and like it ended and there was a certain place where they were, exactly. And then all of a sudden it begins the next season, season exactly. two, and like they look older and it's like a right. different setting. Right. And that's literally what happened. You would think that this was scripted. Right, because right, it's a new setting, <laughs> new scene. The script. Probably going to be new too. The script is going to be new too. In fact, yeah. we're going to talk about how it's going to be new huh. at the very end of the show. Huh. And I'll give a little foreshadowing right now that though we are in Baltimore, <laughs> we're going to be ending with Pittsburgh. That's right. That's right. We got to bring you back up on the 40th. You got to bring me back on the 40th. Yeah, parallel. someone was joking with me. They said you abandoned the 40th. Right. You're still on the Susquehanna, but you abandoned the 40th. All right, I got a question for you. I got a question first. All right. So, like, um, if you got something which you want to, like, a, like a, 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 um, a scaffolding, if there's a scaffolding and you want to go and look at it, your job is to make certain that this scaffolding is safe for people to stand on and to walk on and to build things. And you're going to go and inspect it. Like, how do you want to see that scaffolding? What do you want to do? Like, like, where is the most important things for your eyes to look at? I would imagine the foundation. The foundation and kind of like looking underneath. Kind right. of look like there's something like, yes, the scaffolding's for up here. But sometimes you go down here to appreciate what's happening. So <laughs> that's how I'm going to, that, that's how I feel about this experience. Mm. Mm. Well, I tell you. It feels powerful here. Okay. And I just saw, I, I observed from the outside the timing. Okay. In terms of you had a real big mission you fulfilled right before you came mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, being invited to speak mm-hmm. before certain initiated ones, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, is there any? Do you think there's any relationship to that? To what brought you here, or? All right, all right. That's 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 a great question. Thank you for that. Um, the um, the short answer is yes, of course, of mm. course. How can it not be? Mm. Like it's like when something's self-evident, something's self-evident, right? So you can see something, but then there's also when you're seeing something. 
it requires a pause before saying that you understand it. You got to understand and you overstand it to stand upon it. Um, and and so I, I feel like that's how I look at it. Like I'm still trying to to gather what it was. So in a state of uncertainty, but definitely a sense of like awe. Like, this is wild. Mm. It's a wild story because it was captured. Like, you know, this sort of stuff, I suppose, happens all the time. But this was done with a record of it for people right. to watch. So right. it's kind of interesting. Right. So um, just to, to add some specifics to what we've been dancing around, um, lined up almost perfectly. So I got the invitation. So let's even go before that. Um, it began with a, a, a poem sent to my house, typed up poem, written about me in a Masonic folder. Whoa. And there was a silver dollar in with it. Whoa. And so that came like December, I want to say it was 2019. Like it was like right before everything kind of started. So it was about to become 2020, and it was the week between, between Christmas and, and New Year's. So like nothing really, that's a weird time. If you've ever like really like noticed or been in a place which is affected by that time, like it's a weird space. No one really does anything. It's kind of a holiday. You might go to work. You don't know what to do. So that's when it began in that liminal space. And I got that weird thing. Um, and it had a Masonic, it had a Masonic connection, and then that instantaneously connected to all the stuff on my father's family line. Wow! Like that happened like on the same day. Like, and because of it, I made a video. I'm like, hey guys, what the heck's this? I just got this. I'm, I'm opening it like a reveal, like you know. Mm. And then um, someone saw that, and they're like, hey dude, I thought you'd like to know who your great grandfather is, because I don't know who my great grandfather is, and. I've kind of looked, I haven't looked that hard, but I was like, how do you know who my great-grandfather is? Because I kind of looked for my great-grandfather and I didn't find it. Like there was a part of me that held that, that energy. But then I was like, well, let me go take a look. Cause the guy who said it to me is like smart guy. I'm like, let me see what this is about. And at first I'm like Ch -ch 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 checking out an ancestry.com and it sends me down a path and it's like, it's not the same line. So I'm like, this isn't right. But then I looked at this other place and then I was like, oh no, there's all of this conflicting information. I found a genealogy that went straight through that guy and I was able to trace it back to the supposed first Juan to arrive in the colony. The first Juan. Juan, W-A-N-N. Okay. Yes. All right. But that was, the point I'm trying to make is that was triggered at the same time by this like Masonic sort of letter. So that happens. Like already, like it's like, and I talked about it. Uh... Three months later, I go on the Higher Side Chats and I talk about that story as like the setup to whatever I was presenting. The very next day, I got another letter from, from the, the same person. Whoever sent the first one sent me another one uh, and it was a birdcage. It was like a gilded birdcage, like solid, really nice, like this big. Hmm. Like a really thoughtful gift and was like amazingly wrapped and there was like poems in that like it's all sorts of symbology done spectacularly. Hmm. Here's where it got really and it was a poem about the movie The Prestige. I talk about the movie The Prestige. 
that arrived on a Friday morning. Thursday was when I did that higher side chat, okay? And um, that night my boys were at my house. And I was like, do you guys want to see a movie? Let's watch a movie. And they're like, yeah, let's watch The Prestige. And so we watched The Prestige that night and then came a package. And the package was addressed from one of the characters from The Prestige. Hmm. It was just like a, like a weird sort of, what sort of synchronicity is this? Like there's enough of a randomness to it. Like my son said to get this movie, like how do you back the, it happened right after I talked about it. So that happened, those two are connected. Um, then fast forward to November of this past year. It was the November 29th, I think. Maybe it was the 30th, it was one of those two days. And my 50th birthday was on December 2nd. Okay, so just a handful of days away from 50. And 50, for whatever number is, like it's got a certain weight to it, at least right. in our system. Right. half a century. So I'm there. So I'm like, okay, what is that? I'm just kind of like looking at that. And then this invitation to go and present findings I started seven years earlier, you know, to this, this secretive Freemasonic group, um, like that presents itself. I'm like, huh, that's kind of weird. Hmm. And then there just so happened to be a solar eclipse the day after. It was December 3rd, there was a solar eclipse. So there was a solar eclipse at 3 degrees Sagittarius. Or no, I'm sorry, 11 degrees Sagittarius. And my son's at 10 degrees Sagittarius. Mm. So there's a solar eclipse on my son. Mm. On my 50th. So then I'm like, as I get this Freemasonic thing, and then I'm like, okay, here's the date for the, sometime in January, like everything was all sort of figured out. Something was all figured out that there was something going on. Um, you know, I had this specific date in January and it was my 50th birthday and all sorts of things happened. Like I had a surprise party for the first time, uh, like really surprised me, uh, all the normal holiday sort of stuff. Um, and then right before the, presentation um, I like looked at the invitation again and then all of a sudden I see all this sort of stuff in, like stuff I hadn't seen before I was like this is exactly 57 days before like from the day of the invitation to the day of the what's it called and it's at this key location it ties into like the Kobe Bryant ritual like all this stuff like is lining up perfectly hmm you did an episode on that right I did an episode on all of this right like all of this like those are individual pieces, but there's a larger arc. There's a larger arc, all right? Um, and so there's like talk, conjecture of like, what would this be? Mike, are you gonna be humanly sacrificed? Mm. I didn't really think I was going to be, but like, was that in my mind? Well, certainly. Right, it was of course you would have some anxiety, like some uh, secretive society picks you to come and present to them. Like that's, that's, rare and that, yeah, I mean it would raise all kinds of questions and in the world in the world which we play in like there is a there's a boogeyman right, right. there's a boogeyman and this right. was like this was the boogeyman and there's this dance between like like how much is it the book how strong is the boogeyman it's kind mm. of like the dance and so like that was that was the internal feeling like what is that like where do I stand with this like that's kind of like how I I, I I met it, but it was in concert with just like the normal stuff of like turning 50. Like we were talking about that, like 
Yeah, it was a transition. Like I was in a, a different sort of space. We've got two years under our belts, like over 700 days, a thousand days. I don't even know. Like the world has been in this, you know how I describe that period between Christmas and New Year's where it's just like, it's kind of working, but it's not falling apart. But like, you know, is it open? Is it not open? Like that's what the past two years have been. Mm. Like in a, like a grander scheme, like what really was happening there? Um, so anyway, all this is happening. Uh, I go from all these sort of extremes and I'm like, all right, like this is an initiation. You're not initiating me into your group, but you're witnessing me. Mm. And I'm like, and that felt, that felt harmoniously right. I'm like, that felt true. This felt true. So I go and I do that. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut like the details, but in a very short order of time, like things kind of flipped upside down for me, right? And I found myself in this location right here. Like this location, I had no idea. I had no idea that this existed. The person who's, who is the, uh, uh, the, the energy behind it, um, like I met him once. Like I did a session with him. I've done lots of sessions and like, I like everyone who I connect with, but it was like, um, but I knew he had did something with, with houses. And I was like, Hey, here's my situation. I just need to have some place to land like really, really quickly. It's like, no problem. And so this house, um, presented itself and it's very ironic because in the cert it's these extremes. It's like on a certain level, it's the most perfect thing in the world, but it comes with a little bit of a, of a price tag. Like it's a beautiful house with these amazing views, but there's no heat. Hmm. Like, oh, well, it's in the middle of winter. What's that like? Well, it's cold. Well, oh, what about like cooking? Well, that runs on heat, so there's no cooking. Well, what about water? Well, if it's cold enough, we turn off the water because it's so cold that we don't want the water pipes to freeze. So there's some, sometimes there's no water, there's no running water. When it's really cold, there's no running water. Um, and then you become acclimated to it. Like, okay, like there's this one view of this is, this is scripted. Like, how, right. did I, how did I get that letter the day after? Right. How did this happen to be right here? Right. How is this, what, how, I didn't want to, like I have a whole episode where I'm saying, I don't want to, I don't want to go to Baltimore. Mm. Well, I don't want to go to Baltimore because for whatever reason, I don't want to go to Baltimore. But my mother and my father both grew up in Baltimore. Wow. In fact, this house, which is random in my life, is less than one mile from where my mother grew up. Baltimore wow. is a very big city. Amazing. And what part of Baltimore is this? Tell us where we are. Where are we? So this is called Gwyn's Falls. Mm. This is Gwyn Falls. So this is, uh, I haven't made this video yet. So this is a little bit of a, um, of a, of a foreshadow. So we are in the middle of something called Leakin Park. Okay, like L-E-A-K-I-N. Leakin. Leakin. And so like for wordplay, like, like Leakin has another connotation for, to me. Does that right. have another connotation to you? It has you? several connotations. All right, what are, yeah. some of the, what are some of the connotations? Leakin like, uh, like you dripping oil. Right. You know, your vital essence is <laughs> yes. slipping out, you yeah. know? Yes. Or... Uh, like you're leaking secrets, mm. you know, uh, you're a, yeah, you're like, can't nobody tell you nothing if they don't want others to know, because you're going to leak it out, 
Like, and there's a negative connotation because if someone's saying that they care about that secret, so they care that you're leaking it. Right. So like, there's like, there's like a, there's a, there's a twang to it, which exactly. is like, and just like if I'm leaking my essential oils or my essential, my essential essence, my right. essential essence. Right. Like, you know, there's like in that. So yeah, like I always think of leaking as like blood. Mm. Like if someone's leaking, like they've been cut or they're right. stabbed or right. like, it's like you're leaking. Right. But none of it, like it's like it's been named mm. so Leakin Park is also known as the uh, Baltimore's largest unregistered graveyard damn right and that's what because they dropped so many bodies in yes there? so this is um, this is one of the largest wooded parks in any city in North America. I think so this rivals the Wissahickon, huh? This is, do you know how big the Wissahickon is? It's probably on par. Huh. Like this is 1,200 acres of just like natural woodland with like some parks and some small stuff done to it. But for the most part, it's the way it is. Okay. Okay. So this has been named Leakin. And there's a whole story for like why it's Leakin because like Dr. Leakin came in and he gave some money and like so we named it after him like regardless like it's got kind of a negative connotation a relatively like modern one and Baltimore used to be Baltimore like they used to the, they called it America's greatest city huh. and at one point there was no irony with that like that was self-evident and so the question is like well what why, happened yeah what does that even look like huh. Like, like right now, I can't imagine. Like, I mean, I, you could kind of remember like when New York was called that, and that's got a certain feel. But this is before this before the Industrial Revolution, what they call the Industrial Revolution. At that point, Baltimore was a great city, hmm. and so Baltimore has has kind of you know it has it has fallen very far rather quickly, if you want to look at a timeline. And like this also, like if you go and you look at the spell work, like, you know, this is, but in the most literal sense. So it is, it is the crown jewel. You've got an urban, regardless of the quality of the urban, but you've got an urban environment, a hierarchical artificial environment uh, where people are living. And then there's like a recognition of like the natural energy of the land. That's the park. Like right. that's the truth to like urbans and parks. This is, this is Baltimore's crown jewel. This is their biggest connection to a natural world. Right, because you said this, that Lincoln, Lincoln Park is more uh, pivotal to Baltimore's design than even the harbor. Am I correct? Scotty said that. Okay. Uh, and, and Scotty would know. He's the guy who's behind this. Right. So it's like we, like things are self-evident. Like when I listen to Scotty, I'm like, he brings within, within knowledge of 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 Baltimore on a deeper level. I've seen it demonstrated two actually three times by him. He is able to find the jewel in something people don't see. Like this house and like what he brought here, like no one else would ever see that, like what it looked like prior to him putting his hands. He's got he's got a little houseboat in the inner in, in Fells Point, which is part of which is part of Baltimore. It's the harbor. And it literally is the best view within any of the other like piers that are all around. You're like, wow, if there was like a best view of everything around, like somehow he found that like mm. in a way which he could afford. Like it's like, oh, it's actually nothing. This is pittance. They're like giving this away. And he like angled himself in. So the point I'm trying to make is um, 
he has an eye which like naturally draws to like something of like like of a pure like we can we can measure it in a way and we measure it by like an objectable truth of beauty like when you see something like yeah this is a spot hmm. um so I'm, I'm just painting that whole picture because it's with that context because usually i don't take people on their word but if i do this is why i take them on their right, word got, because right. of that proofs in the pudding, right, proofs in the pudding exactly right. So that guy says, he's like, yeah, this, this falls, this energetic falls in general, which goes through this, this what's, what's been named as Leakin Park, which has been named as Crimea. You know, it's at some point had other names, at some top point it has no name. But like this area, like the, the energy of any place is influenced by its natural architecture. And the natural architecture in Baltimore is this immense natural harbor. Like it's, there's something very unique and special about how it comes together. And that is self-evident. But this, this is the energy, like these, these, these smaller, what they're calling falls, which lead into that, like it, it fuels it. And then this goes into the Chesapeake Bay, which is part of the, Chess the Susquehanna. Susquehanna, right. So that's our region. Mm. Well, I have to say, definitely has a mystic feel here mm -hmm. and uh rejuvenating recharging you know I, I, I rested here last night i spent the night here with y'all leakin park and yeah i woke up relaxed refreshed recharged rejuvenated yeah, you know? yeah. And the nature is amazing. It seems very responsive. The birds and yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting place to find yourself at the beginning of 2022. You know, right, right. Yeah. It's it's and that's that's becoming self-evident for me because people are coming, and it's it's kind of a commitment to come here right mm. it's like all right i'm gonna have to go and get off the highway like i gotta go and drive in or like what, whatever like you know like baltimore has um like baltimore in some ways is like a phenomenal city but it's got like kind of like a stench to it mm. and that keeps away people who don't want to deal with the stench but when you don't there's something like you know think about the things that have really strong natural uh, aroma some people can't right. handle it right but if you can handle it there's a richness right so like th there's a truth to that come in here there's like you know there's a price which you're paying like with your time and so there's also like a, a counterbalance reward hmm. and you find you find this and it's it's literal and people are like I mean the truth is it's the second time is when I really see it when someone comes a second time because the first time is novel it's like all right what's going on here because it's unusual and then the second time you realize like oh this is foundation this is bedrock this this is the way natural human lived like this was as normal god i'm at ease with normal hmm. like that's literally what's happening in the midst of it all i can find that normal yes that's a truth and you feel it in a very, like, exactly how you are. Right. So do you miss the 40th? Like, you can't imagine. Huh. Like, you can't imagine. Huh. So when I first got here, like, I've been here for six weeks. I've been here for six weeks. And I've been going back to, I've been going back to the 40th. 
uh, once a week. Uh, I did I did a big trip down to Florida, but I've been going to the 40th like on a regular basis. And at first, there was a sensation of like really enjoying the break away from the 40th. Like I was I was I was like okay now I'm coming back here and I'm like let me come back here, and it feels like the switch has happened. Mm. Like from here, like if you let the hand, like it's this movement. And so what I mean by that is like, uh, the last time I was up at the 40th, I was like, hmm, I really miss it. Mm. And the opening of spring, the opening of spring, like uh, yesterday I saw my first bloom. My perspective, my, my, my perspective on reality has had to change. Like not because I went through an initiation, but the, the timing of life has put me in such a way that my my relationship changed and because of that everything changed i care about the sun in a way like you only do if you don't live in controlled climated housing like where you got some degree of what the temperature is and when you don't you're very aware of what 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 the sun is doing because like the sun like when it's out like it could be 35 degrees outside but the way the house is oriented, like not only is this place like special, but the house is special as well on many, many levels. And it's oriented in such a way that it, it breathes with the environment. It like literally breathes with the environment. And as it happens, like the house naturally warms up, like in a very natural, literal way. And you can by just opening and shutting windows, like you can hold the heat in, like when, when the sun goes down and you're fully aware of all of this sort of stuff, like that's practical, but it's unbelievably beautiful too. Like when you stop and think like, well, what am I doing? Like I'm living like my sustenance in a certain way. And when it's 35 degrees, like the way the house is situated, you're like, this feels so warm. Mm. Like it says it's 35 degrees, but the skin on my body and I don't have a warm house to go into In fact, this is the warmest I feel and you start just taking off your shirt mm. And you're like this feels so good And I'm like the neighbors are staring at the crazy white dude with no shirt on sitting out in the 35 degree sun mm. And it's like I'm just laughing at myself because this whole experience is an ironic perfect laugh mm. like everything is coming together beautifully and there's like this when you can sense it like it's all you can do is laugh mm. like everything from like the people and the setting and the activities and and it's it's i don't know that's what i see from my perspective and i can't tell you like you know it's the first moment i sat down the first moment i sat in that in that seat it, uh, I said, and Scotty, it was, it was February the 2nd. I sit down and it was like cold as can be and Scotty's there and I'm, I'm really meeting him for the first time. And I was like, Roz is gonna flip when he sees this mm. place. Yeah, you were excited to get me down here. I'm looking at a, I think it's a turkey buzzard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see four of them just circling around us right now. Oh, there's four? I yeah, I can one. see I can see one over there. I saw one over there, the one behind me. Yeah, and I think they're right above us. Yeah. Like there's something which is, is pulling down. In fact, that's one of uh so you sit up there and occasionally you see people walk. Mm. Occasionally you see people walk. 
and occasionally I see the foxes. So I see the foxes, I see the deer. And I could just make this out, that level from all the way up there and the foxes always stop. Hmm. And so that's been a big part of it. And then the birds. You saw last night, there's this, this bamboo forest which bumps up against the, the covered porch and there's an avatory? Hmm. Is that the word I want to say? Like, it's like, there's a thousand birds in there and yeah. they're singing. Yeah. And we're high up and we see the birds fly around. We saw the eagle this morning. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't no. see. Oh, you didn't of, see it? Yeah, I heard about it. Ah. Oh. I thought you were down with me when uh, when the eagle flew over, but uh, yeah, the the natural life here has been spectacular. And you can see the green is just starting to pop up. Mm -hmm. Like the next time you see this, I imagine it's going to be much hotter. Yeah. And much greener. Yeah. So, you're in a different setting. 2022 seems like it's going to be a very different year, but I... You've been reflecting a lot on uh, 2021 because that was where we got our 12 episodes in, you know? Wow. Wow. Or 13 episodes, actually. Was it 13? 13 um, episodes, one year. One year. One year. Yeah, man. So, what's your reflections on when we look back on... Season one of From the 40th Parallel. What, what, what's your thoughts? What's your feelings? All right. All right. So, so this ties in. Like, you, you, like it ties into this whole story. Like, I, I painted it from, like, the, the Freemason to here. But there's another storyline where it merges. This is true for all of us. We can see these different storylines and how they, they, they align in, in the primary story. So, okay. So... The very first time we met face-to-face -face was, and I'm having trouble with the timeline, if this happened before we recorded or not, um, but it was at the Wissahickon tour, and I want to say it was April? I want to say it was April. It was yeah. April of last year, so um, we're, we're at uh, almost a full solar cycle. We're right. at almost a full solar cycle. And it was cold, and I rode down with Jesse, and there was like this, this, there was a tension in the air. We were talking mm. about the, he and I always like to talk about unsolved mysteries, and there was an unsolved mystery, like, oh wow, we met was with the unsolved mystery, but this is a freaky mystery, and it deals with Baltimore, and I, I'm not going to get into it, but that was where we met. And so like, that set the flavor of, of that first meeting. And then we went to... We went to the um, the K. We had like such a rich experience of the 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 opening of the door at the I M Temple, right. and then the shared the shared learning at that field out after we did that, and then we actually at went the monastery stables. Yes, yes, at the monastery stables, and then we went and made our way to Kelpius's cave. And I remember having this great time. I was like, like everyone was just like, there's so many different people and everyone like had a commonality that all they wanted to do was find that commonality with the other person. Because, mm. hey, we're all here. Yes. And there's something yeah, which something we're brought you here. It's like, I could go and see all these ways which were different, but no one did that because that's what culture is trying to do right now to mm. everyone is like focus on that. 
and there was this quality which like out of all of this madness like this is the truth to me and like it's the truth to you too and everyone built their understanding of each other that way and there was this beautiful day and then we get to the the cave and i was like i can't go in that i can't go. like there was something inside of me it's like i'm not going in i usually don't go in either to be honest you know or if i go in i burn a lot of sage and frankincense at the door before right. i go in right sad to say kelp's cave all kinds of mayhem and fuckery be going on in there now and, and like the whole day, like we were like we're flirting with that line. We're yeah. flirting with yeah, like, right. like the like, I am temple. The I am temple. That shit was wild. You like literally gave like you're like listen. I'm gonna speak for 20 minutes because you guys have no idea how many times I've been to this place. Like you just set that up. You just right. told that story. Like just regardless. And the purpose was like this is how you want to hold your energy when you take this walk. Right. Like and this is what to look for and this is the context. So it's not just a ha a walk through the house like you have to pay attention. Like you spelled that out for us. So everyone's like, "Okay, we're going to take the walk." And like well, I said, this is what this is how we take the walk. Everyone's like really ready and they're like standing in front of the house and they're looking and then the door opens up and everyone's like, <gasps> "Right." Ross at the door. No one. He's never seen I've anyone. Never seen, he's never, never seen anyone. Never. And they come running down the hill. They come running down the hill. And it was Jesse. And he goes. He goes. He goes. He's like, they came out and they want to meet you. And you're like, I'm not going to meet them. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, then, that was a wild scene. It was wild. And then we came up. We met him. And there was that 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 moment where we were all just kind of standing out and like we were just kind of in each other's presence. And we came down. Like that was part of the energy of the day. Mm. Like that's that's like an uncommon sort of event. But like that first meeting is what this energy was about. Like you know everything like that. Yes. And so I knew how, how I knew the quality of that energy a little bit. Like the. Jesse and I were talking about the the unsolved mystery and the Kelpius and the guys showing out. So like, and the nature of the mystery around the 40th parallel and our meeting because I knew of you before before that. Like you know, so there was like a build up to this. Um, so I came out of that first sense with that understanding of the nature of our relationship. Hmm. That's what I knew. Like, I was like, I don't know what it is. Like, I certainly have, like, ideas of, like, oh, this is what we're doing. But I knew there was something, there was something, very, like, like not just, it was that strong. And I remember I picked a card. I picked a card specifically for the meeting. Um, I sat, I sat with you, I gave you a stick, correct? Yes. I sat with three possibilities of what I would give you for about an hour. Mm. Like, I was like, there was going to be that stick, there was something else, and there was something else. And I was like, which is, which is Raz's? Which mm. is, like, like that was the level which I, I came to, to that meeting even before all of that. And so I, I, I brought the stick and I had a card and I was like, what's the card? What's the card? The energy. And the same card I picked that day is the same card I picked yesterday to mark the quarter moon. Mm. And so, there's a there's a the, a, contu, uh, a continuity, yes, between the beginning to like where we are at this exact right moment, which is the beginning of episode two or season two, excuse me. Yes, <laughs> I tell you when I reflect back on that first season. First, I want to say, man, the feedback that I've been getting, you know, is very affirming. 
people really appreciate these words. And we're, we're articulating things people have been feeling and sensing, you know, that are familiar with these regions, familiar with the 40th parallel. And it's like they've been feeling this, sensing it, but they couldn't put no words to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the feedback I've been getting has been uh, inspiring for us to continue. Right, right. You know, when we, when we are absent for a month or so, people are like, what's up? <laughs> you know? So that's, 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 that's affirming. And uh, I have to say, when I came out to Lancaster and did the rites of the 40th parallel, well, at least visited the sites. I didn't right, actually right, go right. through the rites, but uh, man, that was—it was transformational for me on a lot of levels, particularly High Point and the uh, kiln. What's it, the uh, the furnace? The furnace. Yeah, those areas, <clears throat> man. And uh, I want to make sure we get back out there. Yeah. This season we got you know. Yeah. I feel like we only touched the surface. We just touch. We we just we, we just touched the surface. Yeah. Uh, Ephrata. Well, can, was interesting. Let, let's let's stay, let's stay at the the um the day you came out because I forgot about that. Like that was spontaneous. We were just gonna. I was gonna show you some places, and you came out with uh Tyson. With Tyson. Yes. And Jesse was there, and we went in the city. And, and and Tyson was like like and he drove right and he drove because I didn't have a car which could take everyone and it was like it became this day it yeah. became this day which culminated and and who was the elder what was uh, Allah Allah Lassawi oh yes 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 my my honored elder yes yes and we went to the rocks we went to the rocks, and like as soon as you saw those rocks, you were like, "I mean, these rocks are all like rocks are awesome." But like you were like, "Wow, this is not this is something special. This is something special." We stayed there, and then we went to the furnace, and then from there we went to high top, and that was or high high top um, to high, high point. point, high point, and it was like the sun went down. That was a really really important day. Yes. Right. And it like it felt like a build up, a build up, a build up. That was that was a really special day for everyone. Yes. And even how in doing research about East Falls, which is a part of Germantown in Philly, and reading the description, like you can't see the falls now. Okay. Because the dam they dammed the Skook Hills, so the water okay. level has risen above the falls. But when you read the description of the falls, it's just like those rock formations we visited on the Skook Hill. Okay. Where it's described as being like a resort. Right. And a place of fun and frolic. And right. Like that's what, when you took us to those rock formations, that's what you said. This was an ancient, natural Spa. resort. Yeah. 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 Like it was like carved out for humans to lie in. Yes. Like you go and you look at this, so like there's no other way. There's, it's, it's, yes. Yeah, and that being like 
the way the one at Peace Falls was just described in history, like this was the capital, this was the seat of Lenape Hokan's authority right here at this paradisical mm. fall, which is now on the Schuylkill River. At, at that time, it was the Maniunk River, mm. you know? Uh, yeah, amazing. And it showed, for me, it showed the continuity of that land up there, you know, that you could read a historical description of something in Philadelphia and actually see it in Lancaster, <laughs> you know? Right, like that's, right. Uh, that's mystic. Right, right. You know? Like it's it's built into the fabric for you to discover it and then to go have a place to go and, and, and see for yourself. Like it doesn't remain in abstract. Exactly, exactly. So that's one of the things I, th I think about uh, that part of the road which would take you from the exact 40th parallel to that bridge we crossed over uh, to cross the Susquehanna and then we came back down to, to High, High Point. Point. Yes. Like, like that road is like, um, I'm very familiar with. And um, it is, it is a, uh, I forgot where I was gonna go with it. I was gonna go somewhere with it, it just escaped me. Okay. Well, when it comes forward, no worries, you know? But, uh, I was going to mention Ephrata too, that Ephrata leg. At Andre's place? Yeah, to be invited by the Fries. Uh, custodians of land for 10 generations. And to actually have a Bible made at the Ephrata cloister. Mm. And, you know, for them to open up their space and share that with us. Did, um... Do you remember the the story of the grandfather tree? No. That's what well okay so so what was your what was your biggest takeaway from the Ephrata experience? Like it would be like one. What, uh, like I said just the the fries. The fries, the you fries. Know, that family. Right. Were, to be able to go and see like yeah I could go to Ephrata Cloister anytime but I got to go in and like part of like an actual living human, living history yeah, living man. history their family was living history their, their family was living history um yeah uh so so my my biggest memory so uh one when we walked around the 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 graveyard of the effort of course when we listened to their history and all of us look at each other across the room and give each other that look like every time you hear like a history story you're like stop what happened mm, yeah. and like everyone like kind of like catches eyes there are like 10 of us right and then so so after that we then go walk around the the um the graveyard and now we're just like poking apart like what's that skull across but like that hole shouldn't be there like it was like like because we we kind of like saw through that but we were in this space where like there was something important but so there was that was the memory but the story i've told the most i tell this story a lot and i think about it a lot was andre told me about the grandfather tree he's like yeah we've got another we got another oh, yeah we got another piece of property and there's a grandfather tree there do you remember this yes yeah so do you want to tell the grandfather? No, you okay, yeah. all right. So so the I was like, as soon as I hear him say that, as soon as I hear him say that, I'm like, 
I have an immediate sense of what it is. Like, I'm like, all right, I want to, like, like, I know what a grandfather tree is, but at the same time, it's like, I want him to, like, I'm not going to tell him what a grandfather tree is. I want to hear how you know grandfather tree. And I want to, you know, so I'm like, well, what's a grandfather tree? And so, so Andre says, he's like, this is, this is family information. This is living history, living family history. So going back in their family lineage to the point where they they own the land right like so they were the fry family and they were deeded the land and the land would have like a large amount of of acreage there were people who lived on that land like just because you deeded the land didn't mean they would go and say like you there was right. once a point like that 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 didn't the association we have right now was not part of the interplay between people. And so the people who lived on the land which he deeded, like wherever that family overlap takes place, like they would share information and know each other or what have you. And so it was from those relationships that the grandfather tree was identified. Mm. Okay? So this is family knowledge of whoever the people like you know they would probably see themselves more as family because we're sharing space together and there was not a competitive there was not a compet a competitive dynamic there was a difference but there was like a a, a non-competition in ways of looking at one another so that's why they would pass on this information so this is what a grandfather tree is I, andre was not able to tell me like per, perhaps what it does but he could explain like kind of what it is and he said there's one grandfather tree per 2,000 square acres. Hmm. Maybe 200 square miles. It was a large point. Those are two very different numbers. But um, it was a tree. It was a tree that holds influence. That holds influence that it holds that large of, of, of an um, area. As far as the tree kingdom, it holds dominion of yes. that region. Yes, and the tree kingdom is then what more or less, like that's a major kingdom when you see within this grander kingdom. Right. Like you see everything which then, which you know, there are two things. You see everything, and I, I guess this is more of a nature of that kingdom, is um, you see that the tree does not have to take from something else to exist, hmm. right? Like it's not like it's different than than an animal and it has a living permanence mm. so it's like the and it does not it's not in competition with anything right everything is in harmony and it exists that way mm. yeah 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 so those are some highlights for me of uh 2021 i think we we set a high bar for ourselves for this season man well, it left with that cliffhanger, right? So, like, we go through that whole sort of thing, and then the cliffhanger is like, what happened to Uncle Mike? You know, right. we go and we do that, and then we, like, you know, this is the first episode back. Like, we're, we're, we're here. So, I mean, this is very funny. Uh, what, what, what probably will make sense for the next episode is going to be us in Pittsburgh, right? It is the next episode. So brother. let's go talk a little bit. Like, explain how that that came about. Well, we got to bring you back up to the fortieth. You got to you got to bring me back to the fortieth. Yeah. Uh, that will that will definitely happen. I am going. You know, to, Pittsburgh is on the fortieth. Yo, Pittsburgh is totally on yeah. the fortieth. Um. So the long and the short, good brothers uh, in Pittsburgh. 
was inspired by our work last season. Brother Khufu and Brother John. And we sparked something in them. Mm -hmm. Decode Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. And so April 23rd and 24th, Mystics of the 40th Parallel, we converging in Pittsburgh. We're going to be decoding Pittsburgh. We're going to tour two days. Uh, we're going to uh, do a, a tour of certain areas, like uh, the 23rd will be the downtown Pittsburgh. And uh, then we're going to have a reasoning presentation where we're looking at the bloodlines of Pittsburgh, right? Them Carnegie's and all them boys, name some names. Uh, then the next day, we're going up to the highest point in Pittsburgh, which is the observatory and tour that area and then have another reasoning where we kind of look at the geomancy and uh, geology, geomantrics of the place where four rivers meet. Mm -hmm. You know, the the portal from the east to the west as far as the Alleghenies is, and Appalachia is concerned. So there's a lot like how you was talking about uh, Baltimore. And that it's, you know, the bedrock of Baltimore is this natural order here. We're going to kind of look at Pittsburgh the same way. So I've, uh, I mean, the, the, the first thing is, uh, and I guess I didn't mention this in recapping the first year, was I was surprised to see how this resonated with people. Mm. I was, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't shocked, but I, I guess I was, uh, I can understand why, but I was still one of those things. I was like, oh, wow. And so the point I want to make is like, this is, is much them. Like it's that kind of like energy. And I think that's, that's what we're kind of ex exploring right now. And this season two is starting to, to, to spill over to where those two worlds meet like maybe like where you and I are separate and like and the person is a is a witness of that but now it's like we're kind of going to we're going to be witnessing their work well if you remember towards the end of the season last year we had put it out to people okay yo right what we're doing this is right. the template right replicate this in your area in your city and if you need some help if you if you want us to participate reach out we said that yeah we said that you don't remember i don't remember much but yeah, you know man. what we were really we really were thinking weren't we yeah so i see i see that these brothers doing their work in pittsburgh right inviting us to be right. a part of it right uh as as growing out of that and I think what we do in Pittsburgh will be an even more detailed template for ones. Right, right. Hopefully inspire others. Right. To like, hey, let's invite them out here. I'm going to do my, because that's the thing though. 
Kofi, Kufu, and and John, mm-hmm. man, they've they've done their legwork. They've done their homework. Right, 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 right. They're not just wanting us to come and do it for them. Right. Like, man, they've. I'm excited. Right, the right. Work that they right, right. shared with me. Right. You know, to be honest, I thought they had purchased "Free Your Mound and Your Mind Will Follow." Mm-hmm. The detail <coughs> in which they've been decoding the city, right? And in talking with them, they just been inspired from our episodes, right? Of Mystics from the fortieth, right? Know? Right. And we did have Hood Mystic on, right? We did have Hood Mystic, who kind of set that example for right in Ohio, in, Co- in Columbus. Yeah. So man, they're on it. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I think. What we do in Pittsburgh is going to inspire others. That's what I would imagine. That's what I would imagine. Decode there where they are, and then maybe even bring us out, and and we well, have an event around. Well, that's what I think it's going to inspire others to do because I think undoubtedly other people have done it in their place. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to inspire them to reach out to us. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's going to inspire them to yes. do. Maybe someone else would go and maybe look at something new. Um, I've heard from I've heard from quite a few people from Pittsburgh over the past couple of years um, wanting me to look at like their river system and their and their stuff like totally outside of this uh, primarily because when you look at P- Pennsylvania like it's it's very well known that Pittsburgh has a strong native history yes. And from that, they're very well-known, uh, more easily accessed known spots. But that was an epicenter. That was right. an epicenter. And then we could also see like its role with like coal and some other like natural sort of things. Um, I'm very curious to look at it from that level as well. Like I want to bring that uh, and and maybe bring a little bit to see if I can identify like some areas which would have more of what I call the rights of the 40th parallel. Like what's Mm. the Pittsburgh equivalent? Mm. What's the Pittsburgh version? Like it wouldn't be that. It would be something else. What it does have is a 40th parallel. Yes. Like there's something like that's the nice thing is the like as as a magnetic as a magnetic field which we are riding. Right. That's what the 40th parallel is which we're using right now. Like whoever that resonates with like that's our, our point of reference and it hits a lot of people. Yes. In a lot of different ways. Yes. I'm excited. I am too. Hey, and and we're mentioning it because come and be a part of it. Come and be a part of this experience, you know? Like, uh, we're going to have something in the description of this video, or I'm even going to edit in to this the details on how you can be a part of it. I think one day is $44. The whole weekend is $77, which that includes the walking tour and presentations of each day, you know? So I think that's a great value. And uh, yeah. uh, Will people get to meet and greet you? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great value. Absolutely. And you as well, you know? Plus these uh, brothers, uh, again, 
Brother Kusu and Brother John, who is setting an example of how to decode these cities, break the spells of the uh, monuments and statues, identify the natural. We unlocked this in Baltimore, huh. right? Yeah. Did we not talk about Baltimore? Huh. Is this not a... Is we this, sure enough did. We That's sure funny. enough did, right? Like, think about that. Yes. All right, so let's go unlock some more stuff. Yes. We're on the case. Yes. We're on the I case. See the sun is coming out. I'm thankful. I was, was a little chilly this dawning. You know, we rose up early to share this with you Like, it's le legitimate. There's no heat in there. It was warm last night. Yeah, I was, I was very comfortable. Well, in the room, but like the rest of the house, like we keep the doors open, like in the middle of winter, like I guess not spring, like. Yes. Yeah. So. Great. You got any closing thoughts? Uh. Well, I had thought about this like season two, and this being the kickoff. I'm a. Uh, I'm 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 happy to tell everyone that season two is on, and uh, I. I'm excited to see it unfold. Yes. Well, I am going to put this charge on you, man. What? I mean, you're here, and Gwen Falls is cool, but right, I know there's Druid Hill Park. Uh-huh. I know there's a whole lot here. There's a whole lot Baltimore. here. Baltimore. Yes. So next time I come forward, we got to hit some spots, man. Fair enough. It's Fair not going to just be, you know, Fair I don't want to chill here. Right. Right, you know, burn a spliff, free up in the woods, but I wanna, I wanna explore the rest of Baltimore. Too, All right, you know, All so right. that's got to be one episode this season. Okay, you know. All right. All right, all right, all right. That's fair. That's it. We're gonna have a Baltimore episode. We're gonna have, um, we're gonna have this Pittsburgh one. We're gonna have another one in Lancaster. Uh -huh. I gotta have another one in Philadelphia. Yes, yes. Well, I am. Speaking of Philly, I should mention that I am doing. I am continue, going to continue to work with Wissahickon Wellness. Okay. And we are going to do another series of the Wissahickon Wellness Walks. Uh, I don't have the dates yet. We okay. haven't firmed up the details. Right. But probably May and June. Right. Will be the. We'll probably do four walks. Mm-hmm between the months of May and June. Right, right. So uh, you definitely don't wanna miss those. And what, you know what I'm doing? I used to, for the first time ever, I'm organizing a bunch of walks on the Susquehanna. Wow. So this first time, like I've always wanted to do it, but when it came down to it, like like when spring would begin and, and it would come to like, oh, do you wanna go do it? I'm, I would never do it. Mm. And then I would just do walks on like a, uh, if someone were to go and book a private tour. And I do a lot of those, but this year is different. It's the first time, once a month, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna do a different walk of the four rights. Wow. And well, so- You gotta be a part of that, man. So, so there's gonna be that. And so we could do that. I could still do private walks, Maybe but- Maybe we could even line it up. They're alternate weekends. If you're gonna run them in right, May and June. Right, So ones could do the Wissahickon Wellness. Right. One weekend. Well, I'll give you up. the dates to make certain that they don't overlap, that I don't... Oh, that you we're got not, your dates locked I, No, mine are out. Mine are out. All right. Like, this is the first time I've done it. Oh, yeah. Well, they, that's why I don't have my dates yet. So, all I of mine are on Sundays. Yours are on Sundays. All right. right. Well, I don't think mine will be on Sundays. But I, all right. I'm still going to build around you. Right. 
All right. Either way. So that sounds good. So we'll do we'll do some of those, um, and then I would like to go and I would like to go and do some other places. Oh, absolutely. On the fortieth. On the fortieth. Yeah. We gotta hit Ohio, man. So so at some point that like that's gonna open up like for yeah. how Pittsburgh did. Yeah. 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 So look, you in Ohio? Line it up. Get How about this? Touch. Between between Pittsburgh and Boulder. Because those yeah. are the points we have on the map right now. We need something in between. Something in between. Something in between. Probably closer east would be preferred. Maybe even like, uh, what's on the Mississippi at the 40? Is that St. Louis? I thought St. Louis is 38. I think St. Louis is the 38th parallel. What's, what's Missouri's? What's Missouri's? But Cahokia uh, is... What's close to St. Louis. Right. That it is. Yeah. But go ahead, were you asking? Uh, I don't recall. I don't recall. So, okay, so we've got... Um, we're going to do other episodes at other places on the 40th if, if uh, we could find a place. Yeah. Well, our audience is going to make... Yeah, the audience. So, like, at this moment of this recording, that hit, we're, we're waiting for that. To, we're waiting That's to right. discover we're waiting that. waiting for y'all. We're waiting to out. discover that. So we got a full, we got, so, so this is it. We've got like the topic, we've got the topic. And last year, like I was like the undercurrent, like, you know, and then it like, it, it, it peaked with my cliffhanger. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I'm not putting any pressure on There's gotta be, there's going to be another cliffhanger this year. Mm. Maybe, maybe it's with Roz. Maybe there's another character. Mm. Right. Like it's usually like in the second or third episode, you get new characters too. That's right. There's like a lot of things. There's well, some... I'm gonna tell you, the way John and Khufu were doing their research, are doing their research. That is gonna be an ongoing thing with them. This wow. is not gonna be a one and done. Cause uh, it's gonna be so much to build on of what they have, because. From the little bit that they shared, Pittsburgh seems like the best case study as far as what we spell out in Free Your Mound and Your Mind Will Follow, that anything I've seen, where they actually have plaques saying, yeah, this cemetery was built on a wow. Native American tumulus. There were 4,000 uh, Native Americans buried here in an area about the size of a city block. and Oh man, it has so much, uh, I guess, uh, tangible evidence of things that we have been, you know, floating and, and, and built, right. building, uh, intangible evidence around. All they right. got it like right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So. so that that's uh, that's that's very exciting. I like you. I'm a I'm a. If there's a historical marker, you stop and you look at it. Right. Very much so. And then you think about what is this? What else is this pointing to? Um. So I'm just saying that to say they might be the the additional uh, characters. Right. The board, right. You, you know? Without a doubt. And I'm ex I'm so excited to meet them both. And and you may be right because it's going to show itself with effortless action. So I'm about to go and introduce something. Like we were, we we're kind of talking about a wrap up, but you brought something to my which I forgot to bring to your attention. So we're just going to kind of play with this. 
So for those people who are still watching right now, they, they're getting a treat. Oh, right. Okay? All right. So this was sent to me by a friend of mine. Uh, and I think it may be the only thing I watched prior to gaining internet access in this house uh, on YouTube. It was uh, I watched it, and it was a 90-minute documentary from the perspective of of um, the rise and fall of the Aztec culture. Okay? Um, on one level, it was very, very well done. On another level, it was it was in perfect harmony with with uh, mainstream scientific and historical thinking. Okay, so like you take that in you t you you take that in in concert. So okay, right. the and historical narrative. The historical narrative, and they told it in a way which was new to me, hmm. or with greater detail. And with the chronology, and they 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 took it out of context. They put it in context of the growth of, of of the Aztec civilization, and less about the other great civilizations. They talked about the Toltec, no mention of the Olmec. Talked about the Mayan. Um, so this is the, the this is the point of all of this. So it, it tells the story prima, primarily of the fall of the Aztec people and interwoven in the story and the story is like hey this story may not be accurate but it's the best we have like it mm -hmm. takes that perspective but it still is part of like mainstream history like you, are, you see all the other things um, so they say that um, the Aztec like they, they were um, their nomadic roots are where their their aggressive behavior became from and their aggressive behavior came from it was the only way they can gain their independence from this other guy who was more aggressive than they were hmm. like they had to like they had to do the revolution they're like yes they became the most aggressor but they did that to stand up to this other guy because their previous king was a very gentle king and he was taken advantage of from the more aggressor wow. and so during the switch of that being maybe a pure motivation to the story of the bloodlust and the and the the human sacrifice which which seemingly occurred uh you know that happened there's a story there's a transition so i don't really know that story very well and this told that story and the person who they described as the 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 advisor behind the scenes of the last he was the advisor to five kings he was often offered to be the king but always turned it down and this was the guy who kind of set up the diabolical plan of like of capturing people and sacrificing them hmm. was the high priest he was more or less the high priest and his name was Talakiel, which is the exact same name of the, the mystic that came to visit you right correct Wow. And so there are a lot of ways to sit with that. But like like sitting with that in its most authentic spaces, like listening to like what the truth is. There's this story about this. There's this per story, which I know f from this. And these are the connections, like whatever they may or may not be. Hmm. And, and that happened recently. Wow. 
So there's that, and I also have another good friend who I hope to get to his house and do some filming there, and that might be a place where we do an episode. Um, he recently was telling me how uh, he does he does native plant teachings and identifications, and he does it very well. And he was doing it as he described it as the for the Lenape people of, I forget where in Delaware. So we had plans. He's like, oh, I can't. I'm doing a plant walk for the, uh, for the Lenape people in, in Delaware. But he has a connection in a certain way. Mm. Like he's the guy who's teaching them mm. right now. Mm. Um, I think that might be something of interest too. Sounds good, bro. We're going to have a great, great year. Yeah, we are. Yeah, so hey, come to Pittsburgh. Meet us live and direct. Be a part of that experience. Uh, if you've already got the science on where you are, get in touch with us. We'll come and, uh, yeah, have an event there with y'all. <laughs> you that's, just got to put it on. Yeah, that's what we inspired to do this year. So, yeah, nature's giving us signs. That's what we supposed to be doing. So we're going to do it. If you're around Baltimore, you could come down here as well. Reach out to me. All right. All right. From one mystic to another, bro. Mm.